2021. <laughs> Welcome to our one year of podcasting. Uh, we do. We have not been shut down yet. No matter how hard we try. Episode 52. Episode 52. This is Ken. Yeah. Next month, Flashpoint. Yeah. <laughs> and all the girls are going to dress really yeah, that's, that's slutty when you're gonna, for no reason. That's when you're going to get a good podcast. No, we are podcast. not. Trey's going to dress really slutty for no sure. reason. Sure. Okay. <laughs> it is huh? another Ed Game Thursday, and it is time for another lesson with the School for Wayward Nerds. Uh, for today's topic, we're taking a look at alternate universes and some of their highlights. I am your juicy cowboy host, Toby Fowler, joined by my producer, Kai Steen, and my posse of drugged up spacemen and women. Kaya Chikatilo. <laughs> <laughs> you fucked up. And And do you forget the throwback? Meg Chico Tickle. Chico Tickle. Chico Tickle. Chicken Tickle. Chicken tenders. We're also joined by the white collar. Chicken tenders. We've also got Sean McGoldrick. Hola. Of Max Comics and Collectibles on 34, 34 Sydney Street, <laughs> Australia. <laughs> on Mackay. On Mackay. I still keep those going. <laughs> and uh, a special guest for our one year anniversary, Pete Dobbs. It's your boy. I think he's like the resident um, podcast veteran. Yeah, he's been doing it longer than us. We're still not good at it, but... Don't what is your... Longer than you guys because he's been whoring around on others. What is Whoa. your podcast called, Peter? He's doing spent. <laughs> <laughs> My first one was whoring around to one of his. So yeah, and they didn't post it. That's lurking. <laughs> what is your podcast called, Pete? Uh, it's called the Kickback Podcast. Is is your old one with Grant still available? Um, probably, I think none of us have a subscription. That oh, okay. So, no. I'm gonna they don't even subscribe to their own podcast. Pete gets around on the cast. <laughs> yeah. I donate my books. <laughs> He's a casting can for a gift. This episode is coming to you from Called Is Life Worth Living? Shit, you're going <laughs> deep. No. I, I wouldn't have wrote it down, but he's not as deep as he was going. <laughs> I was like, yeah, that's right. What was his conclusion? Nah. Okay, so. nah. You want me to go run your barbecue to pack a razor blade then? Yes. I'm just going to Scooby Doo. Uh, I love it. A little backstory, we've been discussing Scooby Doo like an hour before. For like a we, week. We reference it in every podcast. Right. So, originally it meant all the possible options anyone has at any given moment. Um, but it became a term used to describe alternate universes in comics. Um, it had been used once in a one woman issue, but it sort of became popular when Barry Allen replaced Jay Garrick in The Flash. Um, yeah, from there... The versions of the world you know and love with a simple or drastic tweak. Perhaps Superman landed in Russia instead of America. Perhaps Steve Trevor became the president. Uh, what if Spider-Man got a late night talk show instead of fighting crime and hired the Fantastic Four to be talent agents? That one happened, I'm not making shit up. Um, old universes give us a fun or weird way to read the characters we already know and love. Um, who wants to drop a 
And so Alfred's of course like, Alfred's yeah. like, sure. Here, get out of the asylum. This is how you do it. Um, and you then Batman interrupts the ripper, and it turns out it was his old uncle Jake, uncle. Jacob Packer. Oh, Uncle Jake. We've all been there. He was killing. We've all had an uncle named Jake. He was killing all these women, apparently including the ones in England, because they reminded him of Martha Wayne, <coughs> who turned him down and ended up with um, Thomas, and that's why he put a hit out on Martha, and that's why Batman's parents are dead. Mm. Oh. Because she was like, I will not fuck you. And this guy was like, hang on a second. Yeah, but if you get nice. rejected, what, what else are you going to do? Oh yeah, and Gordon shoots him. Yeah. But in 2006, in the wake of the DC event Infinite Crisis, when they did like the big... All the convergence stuff. Yeah. Um, it was identified that Gotham by Gaslight was actually Earth-19. Yeah, almost all the alpha things have been confirmed at this point. So it's not... It was Elseworlds, and then it wasn't Elseworlds, and then they're just like... Eh. The end. Okay, well, I've never read it. I read it. It's confusing, and I'm glad I looked up that information, because now I know what actually happened. <laughs> it's not too bad. You it was, I didn't realize it happened before. Oh, yeah. That helps me with it. And so many people say his name wrong anyway. Like, I hear it 14 different ways in, in the shop, so don't worry. It's one of those things... The way that your brain reads it yeah. is completely different to the way it's pronounced. Yeah. Like, I remember when Harry Potter, Harry Potter first came out, no one could work out Hermione was Hermione. Yeah. Is this like a shit name? Humphrey. That's in the little fan called Hermione. I think we go Meg's one because it's a big obvious one. Do you want me to do this one or roll off that now? No, we'll do this big one. We'll do a little bit first. A little bit? What universe, Meg? It's MCU. It's. Yeah. Who the fuck doesn't love that shit? Yeah, it's it's yeah. probably That's a great alternative universe. It's probably the best, if not one of the best. As an alternate to DC, yeah. Yes, perfect. <laughs> yeah. Well, because they do change a lot of the origins and stuff, but I think we talk about it all the time. If the movies were directly off the comic, it wouldn't be exciting anymore. I think they've yeah. refined like sixty odd years of Marvel. Ten years. Yeah. Was ten years the other day, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Well, yeah. Packed everything in pretty well. Um, Did you guys see the big photo shoot? Yeah, that of everybody. So That's cool. cool. But mm-hmm. of course, no Netflix characters were there. Yeah, it was, I hope they actually included You can't have a big song that says MCU ten years and don't invite yeah. Daredevil. Seems like Dog Manning. Jesse Jones. Yeah. So you talked about her before, right? Yeah. yeah. Um in the new trailer, they mention superheroes directly. Good. Their names. Yeah. Not Ooh. not the big green guy like you were like Prince and Anna before. Yeah. 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 That web Yeah. The dude that spooches everywhere. Skin, skin, skin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's true. Meanwhile, I've got DC trying to hire fucking 
Joaquin Phoenix. No, it's even worse. They're trying to get Michael Bay for Lobo. Oh, that oh, is. My favourite thing about Michael Bay is when he made the Friday the 13th remake and then didn't go to the premiere because he put too many sex scenes in it. Cut, <laughs> you made it. <laughs> okay, Meg has an example of when the MCU totally made it a better character. Oh, no, I know Sean enjoyed what? it too. Either, either put this into the start or don't. So Pete's here, he doesn't have any suggestions, he is judge. He is he just judge. He is grading these universes. Oh, okay. That's too bad. He's just he, here to he, talk he about Scooby-Doo. Yeah, I'm just here to talk about miscellaneous shit. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so Trey and I watched Punisher on Netflix the other week, month, mm. whenever. It was very, very good. And I'm going to talk about Jigsaw or Billy Russo. I have a coworker who's super into the Punisher Netflix series. You should watch it. But it's really good. He doesn't know about any other Marvel properties. Yeah, he's like, I don't know who they keep talking about. <laughs> 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 Dallas, if you listen to this, what This is, I think, the pinnacle of when the movies completely changed. A, a backstory. Yeah, because like it he, is so much better. Yeah, um, in the comics, he's originally just like a mobster, isn't he? And he just yeah. he, doesn't he already have his face? No, he, he he's called like Pretty Boy or some shit, and he it's has an um, accident, and then his oh, face is all again. fucked yeah. up. But yeah, he's just a mobster. That is it. No, that no, is no, why no, he's, no. his Punisher's main villain because he's a mobster. And that's it. Yeah, in Warzone, yeah. he's the villain. Yeah. But in the Netflix series, they get a bit more into, like, they put him as a friend in the war with Frank. And then slowly, over the years, as he, like, they gets do more successful, gets Anvil. Stuff. Yeah, Anvil is um, private military thing. Yeah. He, got, he just starts to sort of go with, is it Rollins? Yeah, he's, he's very corrupt, but it turned out he had been for a long time. Yeah. Um, that's pretty much the basis of it. Instead of just being another villain with a gun who's just a mobster, they made him, like, his best his friend. Like, he was friends with, like, even Punisher's children. Yeah, like, they I, called I him Uncle Billy. stuff like that. I like the Punisher actually has a connection to someone. Mm. Yeah, because that, like, that's the thing. Like, yeah, like Billy knew it's, it's that. It's not like Spider-Man who has who's ever related Like to every Spider-Man movie villain, it's all based on him. Like, yeah, they've always been in his house. Like, oh no, <laughs> my wife died and Spider-Man was there, I'm going to become Doc Ock. Like, it doesn't always need to be involved, but as far as I know, none of Punisher's villains ever were that. Character. Connected, mm. but God, that that end fight scene between them is so good. Yeah, they go to the car- was the it? carousel where they, they get where his family got killed. Yeah, and like just, they're going around the moving carousel and they're like shooting each other and stuff. Just as it all unfolds, if you know who Billy Russo is, and now you do, it's so exciting. Mm. Yeah. I remember me and Sean were like fangirls. It's like watching his <laughs> fucking face just get chopped. That was up. actually yeah. gruesome. Like I was watching it. Was. it. <laughs> I was sitting in bed watching it, and I was like, "I'm gripping the sheet." Like, oh, that's just painful. Just yeah. like, for oh, Toby who didn't that. watch it, he gets shot in the cheek, yeah. and then 
is just like smashing his face against mirrors for like five minutes. The mirror, yeah. the mirror on the center column of the carousel. Yeah. Punisher smashes him up against it. And then smashes smash, him in with two hands. Drags and then just down. runs drags his face down, down the mirror. It's oh. all crashed. It crashed but he does it on one side of the yeah. face. And I was like, oh, come on. And, and then, then he just moves to back. the next mirror. I'm like, hey. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you got a complete set. Yeah. I, I really think that they improved. Yeah, the whole like there was. Thing. You kind of like you felt betrayed because like, that yeah. like they were so close, and then yeah. he's like, just gone off and been. Corrupted. If I ever yeah. try and think of a Punisher villain who really stands out, I don't mm-hmm. even know their name, but it's the guy who digs up the family's corpses and films himself pissing on them and sends it to the news. Yeah, I know it's, it's from a story arc, but like. This guy is like his best friend and he knew that they were going to kill his family and he just said, do it, but I won't be part of it kind of thing. Yeah. Mm. Like, yeah, they, they really made him better. Yeah. But, but yeah, obviously the MCU is good. Yeah. Hey, Have, you it, huh? Have you seen it, Pete? Have you seen Punisher? I have not seen Punisher. Yeah. Do it. You should do it. It is yeah. the best Netflix Whoa. show. Oh. The only ones that I've seen are You're just dead the Jones, to us. Luke Cage. <laughs> Oh, okay. And you're getting there. I'm pissed. I love Lion Fist. But you won't watch the better ones. Defenders is really good too. Who next? Uh, who wants to do one now? Oh, I, I have uh, more, I think I should yeah, do Because you, you told me one number and then told everyone else a different number. You, you just like five of these suggestions and said go. I'll start off with like my biggest one is the ultimate Marvel Universe. And a lot of the versions are bad, like the changing, but, you know, like, you don't want to just see the same origin every fucking time. The Ultimate came out and they were still running the original. Yeah, it was, it was just so, an Elseworld. Um, so I guess if you didn't change enough, it would be pointless. Well, was yeah, like, it was kind of just good for if you wanted something different. It may not be great, but it's different to what you're used to. Like, I kind of preferred reading a Spider-Man in high school than him just working at the Daily Bugle and being like, okay, okay, go take a photo of Spider-Man. Man, Ultimate Spider-Man is like a super good part of the video game. Yeah, but I know we've talked about Ultimate Spider-Man in the podcast before, so I'm going to branch out to a more minor character. And I like this alternative version because they took a Nazi and they made him worse, but what took away the Nazi origin. So, so obviously we're talking about Nazi. Red Skull. Making the Nazis worse. So he appears in the Ultimate Comics Avengers, and it's actually the son of Steve Rogers and Gail Richards. And yeah, he's like... Um, He's not Nazi military, like that origin at all. Like he just wears like khaki pants and a white shirt. Like he's he's <laughs> just a soldier funny. kind of thing. So after his like father dies in the yeah, why well, I think because the things are different. Then during World War Two, like they take the government takes him from his mother because he's obviously got super soldier serum, and they put him in like a. Um, army base like for kids kind of thing to train them on and he's like physically superior he's got the super soldier thing so he's 
going to kick ass and he's like real good at like tactical shit like he's smart and he's like really nice to everybody and like easy going everyone likes him and it was all a load of shit when he turns 17 he murders every single fucking person in the army base and then skins his own face what did he do with the face skin? just dropped it I don't know I don't know why he's not in pain but that's why he's the red skull it's the muscle of his face but then um old eye patch yeah Nick Fury and Hawkeye talking about him yeah and they name a couple of things he's done and this is what sets the tone that he's somehow worse than than a Nazi um as one of his kind of rebellious things because he hates like America because of his dad um he assassinates Kennedy (laughs) and like while he's doing all his evil shit he just like I'm pretty sure these people have no relevance he just goes in a family's house and he's got like his goons with him they all got their guns and shit and he says to the woman kill your baby or kill your husband here's a pair of scissors and they're, they're just scissors so it's like an hour long of her just stabbing her husband crying and as soon as the husband's dead he says good and throws the baby out the window and then has his men rape her who the fuck wrote this one well mark miller created it like created him but this is like it's i hate when comics just like try and I hate when they try and be fucked up for the sake of it, but like I said, they had to do him differently, and he's a fucking Nazi. It's not. It's going to be hard to make him that level. That level, yeah. And they did. I think it's really fucked up. Mark Miller's the same dude who gave you Hit Girl and Big Daddy. Oh, mm-hmm. well, that explains it actually. But it's kind of weird. Like when he reveals that he's Steve's son, Steve immediately goes rogue. That's not true. That's impossible. Like, he, like, just starts beating up people and, like, goes missing. <laughs> like, he kind of goes evil for a minute, but they don't even know who Red Skull is yet. But, yeah, that was one I enjoyed. And it, another good Red Skull goes in one of Sean's picks. Is that my segue? That's yes. a good segue, because I've got a Mark Miller title. No. <laughs> well, because there, there was two... Off of this one, because it's Mark Miller. There was two well, red skulls I wanted to talk about, and Sean took one. Why does he hate Marvel Universe? Well, I, I think this, this is definitely one of the most fucked up comics of all time. Oh, yeah, it is. And Frank Rankin with all wizards. Nearly. No. Nearly. <laughs> we present you with Old Man Logan. Not Not better than Logan. All you people out there who don't read comics. Come on, make me cry. I like it. Um, All right, so you want to get a little special on this one. You think your Earth Earth 19 was special, right? This is Earth 807128 officially in the Marvel (laughs) Wiki. Okay? Because, you know, you've just actually got to dial that one into the DeLorean. Um, Um, Can I just point out, Sean, saying that's bad, but when we get to Megs, they're Earth negatives. Oh, yeah. What the fuck? They're just making... It's great with this stuff. They just make shit up on the fly. Anyway. uh, Okay. United States has been divided basically into... What is it? Four territories? You got... um, They used to belong to Abomination. um, But later conquered by Hulk. um, Magneto. 
uh, who then got conquered by Kingpin. Basically, all the bad guys have just kicked ass over each other and taken over the world, the United States. In my head, I'm picturing like the territories in Arkham City were just on the board. Pretty much, man, because then Doctor Doom and Red Skull have the others, and the aforementioned Red Skull is El Presidente yeah. in this world. So you know, he's um, it's it's really much like now. Um, um, before Sean gets into the main story, President Red Skull wears his normal clothes, wears caps, cow, oh, yeah. at all times, and yeah. there's one panel where you see his trophy room, and it's like everything you can think of, like Thor's hammer, cap, shield, Iron Man's armor. He's got the thing's hands. Yeah, I mean, he's, he's, he's got everything. Boy, yeah, but. If you're a villain and you took over, as if you fucking wouldn't have that shit, that's cool. Okay, it's like how the. Like, well, man. Like, it's like the police thing in Arkham Knight of all the villains' gadgets I, from the previous games, yeah. as if you wouldn't have a throne room. You might have um, an invisible woman chained up somewhere, but you just can't see it. You see when. There's just chains. When the jizz. I, I would take a costume with the floor as a tip window. Hey, bring her in. Alright, that's a bad alternative character. Alright, in this world, Logan is living in seclusion in old mate Hulk's territory, in Hulkland, uh, which is run by a family Hulks, because, you know, he just inbreeds like a bitch. Um, it's true, you see their names, I'll read those suckers out later. It's like... Bobby Joe, Charlie, <laughs> Elrod, <laughs> Eustace, Lucy, Oh, we got a Luke. There's a Luke. That's about the normalest one. Then so we got took, Otis, oh, Otis, 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 Rufus, and Woody. So they took all this amazing whole shit out and replaced it with tits and a limousine in the movie. Yeah, pretty much, yeah. Yeah, because. I guess it's a fan Hulk's been fucking his cousin. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's She Hulk, the mum. Yeah. Yeah, you know, Hulktopia. Um, yeah, it's going to ruin all that fan fiction for <laughs> But anyway, um, so Logan lives, working a farm. He's uh, got his missus and his kids, which strangely he called Scotty and Jade. But I know, but Scotty, named after... Scotty does He hates know. him. <laughs> exactly. That's what I couldn't figure out. But anyway. Um, and... Yeah, so needing to pay money to these landlords, the Hulk game. Um, <laughs> all right, uh, okay. So where are we? I'm losing my space. All right, so he accepts the job to go work with now blind Hawkeye. Yeah. Um, and he's got one arm. No, does he? No, he's not blind. He's just blind. Yeah. I was gonna say. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm crossing over the. I'm tr- crossing over the green area. Um, anyway, so they got to go deliver a package to New Babylon, which is the territory run by Red Skull and basically they go through they encounter some shit on their way they have to rescue Hawkeye's daughter who is basically a wannabe spider girl now um alright and she's been she's been bad things being done by the kingpin and the best part of it all is he now controls a territory called Hammerfall that would have been where Thor got killed it's in Las Vegas, so that's pretty so, cool. So what, like, bad stuff are happening with the Kingpin? Uh, he just gets absolutely kicked ass by, by all of them. He has his minions um, come after him and all that, and she just kicks ass. She's actually a pretty good spider girl. So, 
Uh, but Wolverine, not popping his paws. He refused to. Later revealed very soon. But anyway, they escape there and they're chased down by these Molloids. That's how you say it. Um, and then they get chased. Retarded. Retarded. And then they get chased by a Venom symbiote, in, which is infused into a dinosaur. Um, says it's important for Is it the Devil Dinosaur? I, I always read it as a Devil Dinosaur. I never thought about the Savage Land crossover, but they reckon it's Savage Land. So, yeah. And But they're rescued by White Queen and Black Bolt. They're Black all teams up now. And anyway, basically then you have a flashback of what happened. Wolverine, thinking they were being attacked by 40-odd bad guys, right? Goes on a killing spree taking out said bad guys at the X-Mansion to save the kiddies. Yeah, kiddie pride is one of the worst. Not, not, he means the kids, you dear. The chillins. I love this part. The chillins, right? And as he's killing the last one, which he thinks is Bullseye, right? He starts cutting up his, like, non-trench coat wearing ass. Uh, he realizes it was all a Mysterio trick. Oh, boy! And he's standing on top of a pile of X-Men. Yeah, he, he kills like everybody and it was all Mysterio. I love oh, it. Shit, I remember you saying that oh, the Logan movie better have Mysterio in it. Yeah, but, they couldn't. but that's it, all the rights. It was so yeah, good to give. That's why they couldn't do this story. It was all. It was really good for them to true. give a minor character who's not even his villain such a go. Exactly, yeah. So you say that, but when you wrote Batman and Turtle, you got pissed that, um, what's the name, Crosswords, Fast Boy? Yeah, but that's too stupid. Mysterio's cool. Yeah. Like, he's still good when he fights Spider-Man. Mm. But, like, Mysterio's got no reason to be in the X-Men book, so that's even better. The part you don't expect. He, he doesn't really have any reason to want them nah, all dead either. It's, it's funny. It's like, yeah, makes it very much Quinton. sense. It, it was mad about X-Men 3. <laughs> <laughs> he was mad about Spider-Man 4. Thanks, he's not in Yeah. <laughs> they put the shocker in, they didn't even put me in. No, um, anyway, after said flashback, um, Oh, at the end of that, Logan tried to kill himself by just standing in front of a train. Didn't work, obviously. Um, basically, they go on and deliver the serum, and that's when it's revealed, hey, it's a red skull that wants a serum. And the serum is Super Soldier... Uh, the, the package is Super Soldier Serum, should I say. Um, anyway, Red Skull. Red Skull swiftly kills Hawkeye. Got it. Shoots him in the head. Shoots Wolverine. But hey, Wolverine doesn't die. Wow. So he wakes up in a pile of like bodies and junk inside his trophy room. And then the Red Skull uh, basically have a big showdown with him. And the best takedown of all, he takes out Red Skull by cutting his head off with Captain America's shield. Nice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so, being the hero he is, still hasn't popped his claws by the way, uh, he grabs the case with the super serum, which is enough to create a whole army by the way, because you want Red Skull's armies everywhere. And he steals Iron Man's armor that's in his, a part of his armor yeah. and jetpacks the fuck out of it. That's one of my favorite Deadpool stories ever is just when he steals Iron Man's costume. <laughs> yeah, like and he's trying to in the booth flying He's, he's trying best. to teach Tony not to be an alcoholic and then he says, hey, look, beer and bottles him. Yeah. <laughs> and he drops like nuclear waste in the ocean and then he just goes, oh, shit, Iron Man. <laughs> that's the end of the issue. <laughs> anyway, after that, Logan goes home. 
finds his family all killed by the Hulk gang. Like, said, oh, I forgot Bo before. Bo's in there too. But because that's like normal. Anyway, um, he goes to find out what the fuck's going on, faces off with a human banner, like old man banner. Yeah. And he's like strong as fuck. And he's thinking, what the hell's going on here? And banner's gone a bit loopy. Turns out he sent his family, his family, to go kill Wolverine's family because he wanted a superhero showdown. He wanted to he wanted to irk him into fighting him. So anyway, ends up fighting him. Uh, human banner turns into Hulk in the, in the said fight, tears the shit up out of him, and basically he he eats him. Yeah. Because he's bigger than normal. Yeah, he's a he? giant Hulk. He's like mutated and all that. It's like that whole Kingdom Come Superman thing. Like he just grabs it when he gets. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, he eats Logan. Logan cuts the fuck out of him. From the inside. From the inside. Like, because I just watched Guardians of the Galaxy. <laughs> his, skin's, his skin's weaker on the inside. <laughs> no, it's not. It's the same skin. <laughs> anyway. Um, so, yeah. Kills him. And then, uh, where was it? He then discovers a baby Hulk named Bruce Banner Jr. Wait, Who drop kicks Hulk? into No, no, it wasn't inside. He just oh. finds him around the joint. Underneath the tin of booze. Underneath the tin of booze and all the pirate porno. Um, <laughs> Do you mean pirate porno is in like illegally downloaded or like well, just, all like cans and... as a job. Oh, oh, like, I don't know. I yeah. want you to take my spoonie. I made a good one. I want you to touch my booty. If you don't get it, you're a fucking idiot. I'm not gonna see you do it. I'm gonna swap your group deck. I got it. And they ride off into the sunset together, Logan and Bruce Banner Jr. Oh, you don't see it, but he drop kicks it into a wall. <laughs> <laughs> just for like a meter away. Well, while flying with Iron Man's jetpack, just like him drags him away. No, that doesn't happen. Uh, so, so now that. Now that I know all like the cool shit going on, I fucking hate to watch it. <laughs> yeah, this is Rockies. why I didn't want to watch it. <laughs> also, so, what is, uh, what's your Mark Miller brilliance? Alright, well, I, I covered uh, Superman Red Sun. Thanks. Okay. Sorry, Trey gives it a thumbs down. Why don't you like it? Because yeah. I, I, I was going to say, I, I love communism and they're bringing it down, but that was a lie. <laughs> <laughs> We don't lie on this podcast. Friends so don't lie. On, hang on. Yeah, Friends right. did the baby at all. No. Hulk, That's what you do, though. Wolverine did. So, yeah? What? Oh, I get it. We're going to come back to throwing shit at walls later. <laughs> You'll see you later. The thing that I love about podcasting, like with this group particular, we make so many jokes that you have to actually be in the room to get them. Yeah, tell which ones are the facts and which ones are just No, but like, come to Max. No, but they'll get it when I talk about the brick wall. Trey's always been like that. He fucking waved once. I love it because we're like, this is just audio. Hi, microphone. Alright, so this alternate reality asks, what if the last son of Krypton landed in Soviet Russia instead of America? Um, Soviet Russia lands in you. 
Yeah. <laughs> um, all right, Superman. I saw that song. corner. What? <laughs> <laughs> was it on after the pirate corner? No, mm-hmm. Russia with no it, <laughs> it was a cartoon porno of the Russian from Marvel banging Mother Russia from Kickass. Oh, yes. Everything comes full So this was released as an Elseworlds book, like Gotham by Gaslight in two thousand three, which is like fucking way newer than I thought it was. Yeah, that's true. I assumed it was like Cold War sort of panic mm. era. Um, the premise was created and the book was written by Mark Miller, who helped launch Ultimate X-Men, Marvel Knight Spider-Man, and created Kick-Ass and Kingsman. Oh, it was so good until the end. Okay. Kingsman's well, fucking shit. Oh, Kingsman's alright. The new one is just shit. I, like I haven't watched the new one. I watched the <laughs> when we were on the plane the other day, and I considered staring at the front of the seat because I couldn't. I, I didn't want to finish it. I liked it. I didn't, not as good as the first one, as like most people are, but yeah. I still liked it. I heard yeah. it had like the insane amount of uh, interference by people like me. No, because I didn't even like the first one. I I feel like. You know when you watch something and it's so action-packed that it's sick, like Deadpool? Like he cuts off a man's head and then Roundhouse kicks it into someone. And you watch it and go, that's fucking cool. And then the whole Kingsman franchise, I'm just like, could you try any fucking harder to be cool? Just like, watch out for this villain. She has sword legs. Like, I fucking hated the movies. <laughs> I feel like they're a 13-year-old who's trying to be cool. Trying to fit in in school and yeah, like do you see my blue eyes white dragon? And we're like, we got ultimate dragon. Fuck off. (laughs) (laughs) So Dave Johnson did the art and was also responsible for doing all 100 covers of 100 books. Uh, And the other pencil at Killian Plunkett mostly does art for Dark Horse, Star Wars, and Alien books. Like that's that's his specialty. I only do Star Wars. I only do Alien. Trey just pulled the fucking white dragon out of his It's body. Ultimate Dragon, weren't you listening? I'm far away! He doesn't fuck around. Fucking hell. Uh, <laughs> so before I get into the differences and specifics, I gotta gush just for a minute here. Red Sun is like one of the greatest Superman stories ever written. Elseworlds or not. Um, it's written amazingly and the art in it's really nice. I thought it was nice, but you know, it's got a fucking difference between Dragon Ball. Oh. Spooky <laughs> bastards. So, oh, yes. Seriously, give this book a whirl if you haven't already. Give Crush Gear a whirl if you haven't already. <laughs> oh, let her rip. That's a Beyblade. It's time to do it. Back again. Eat fresh. I choose you. Alright, so um, some of the ending gets weird, but the moments throughout are brilliant, and the fact um, that it's not yet one of those stories made into an animated film is just fucking baffling. You know, one real good thing I'll give Red Sun is Batman plays fuck all part in it, mm. and it's good to not see him just forced into it, stealing the bike for once. Did you know what's also good about Red Sun? Mm. Batman doesn't fuck Batgirl. Hey, that was I'm fine with that. Yeah, he, he impregnated her in the animated series. Yeah, it's in continuity that she miscarried his baby. <laughs> Yeah, I'm not, I'm yeah, not fucking with you. That's one of those not joke ones. No, because everybody thinks Batman's like 50 years old. Like, he can't be that. He's only yeah, over about like five, six years. Yeah, like, Dick Grayson and shit's adopted. He's not like 20 years older than them all. 
Um, a bit of extra information here. Um, I found out the fucking ending of Red Sun was an idea by Grant fucking Morrison. <laughs> Explaining perfectly end. why I hate the ending. It's good till the end, and now we know why. Yep, I was like, man, the ending of this is so weird and kind of annoying, and then I saw that it, it was his idea. Ending. Isn't the ending where basically <laughs> Superman is just living among... Like, he's still alive, you know? Yeah, he fakes his, yeah, he, he he fakes fakes his, his death. death. Yeah. He goes and lets humans do their thing. Yeah. And then it's like, hey, Lex Luthor cures everything. Yeah, like, like, like the world like becomes like a perfect utopia. Um, his, like, the whole world continues on. There's cures for everything. His ancestor is the first person to ever, like, astronaut to the afterlife and shit. Like, every piece of like technology is, like, completely blown away. They shorten last names to just initials. And eventually his late ancestor, Jor-El, has to send his son, Kal-El, off the planet because it's going to blow up. So it just it, Superman it happens again Superman's at the end. real origin and they send him to Earth that time or some shit. But like, he's he's not even was Basically saying, it's... It's, uh, it's like it, the music it's video it's from Freestyle by Bon Fuck MC. It's yeah, it's what Pete That's all said. It Everything comes full circle. Earth yeah. becomes crucial. Yeah, but the ending's so like nice. It's like Superman just kicks back and lets humans create new focus, and then Superman happens again. Yeah, I'm like, what the fuck? So oh. think of it this way: if you think about it like that, Superman is an born. alien that takes over worlds. Fuck him. <laughs> <laughs> He's just going along, colonizing worlds, taking them all over, turning them into Krypton, and moving on. Um. So. Mark Miller said in an interview about the story, Red, which is kind of like what you listed. Um, Red Sun is based on a thought that flitted through my head when I read Superman's story of Uncle as a six-year-old. It was an imaginary story where Superman rocket his rocket landed in neutral waters between USA and the USSR, and both sides were rushing to claim the baby. Um, as a kid growing up in the shadow of the Cold War, the notion of what might have happened was the total From there, he tried to get a story that changed. He pitched it like three or four times before it was quite where it needed to be. Like, I, I didn't mind it, but if I worked for DC and someone pitched me that idea, I admit I probably wouldn't give it the go ahead for a especially while. Especially because he was pitching it before Elseworlds was even Yeah. Changed. If you work for DC and someone pitched that idea to you, you'd say, well, I didn't want to pitch that to baby quickly into a fucking wall. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, Sean segueing into the brick wall scenario. <laughs> oh, not up. <laughs> Alright, key differences here. Obviously, Superman lands in the Ukraine, as you said, and is revealed as the world's newest form of the arms race in the peak of the Cold War. Uh, CIA agent Jimmy Olsen hires Lex Luthor, who's married to Lois Lane, to build a new Superman for Yeah, Lex, Lex is like the, the good guy. Hmm. Like I he's find just it weird trying that he's to stop this person who can destroy everything. Yeah, we get this busted ass bizarro for a brief while, and that fails, and Lex just becomes dedicated to stopping this you know this opposing god at that point on yeah because his thing is more this person could kill everybody in a heartbeat it's not just let's fight it's the kind Russians. of like it, if it's more it's just bruce wayne in batman versus Superman. yeah it's just this threat's too big wasn't wasn't brainiac the main villain or something like so yeah he gets he gets used a bit um, yeah in uh 1978 america is just about done like it's pretty much collapsed while communism Soviet Union has taken over like everything else. The only way Superman can handle such a vast area is lobotomizing all the rebellious people. Alright. Got him. 
Yeah, all the while Wonder Woman stands beside him in the most grueling friend zone I've ever yeah, fucking seen. Yeah, she wants him so bad and he she, just won't yeah, have a bar She like over. kills herself instantly. She just doesn't notice. Um, it's either you kill yourself or you kill their parents and his parents weren't there. Yeah. As we learned from Kyle. Yeah, in this version, instead of Candor, Brainiac, with the help of Lex, shrinks down Stalingrad, becomes Superman's only big fuck up and the heels become like this massive heel by the end of this like really good story. But he ends up working with Brainiac as like his assistant after he destroys him because he reports he needs like an alpha five. <laughs> and he's like, this is like something that we've had with this, this is like this is sort of character and then he helps a whole lot. Superman's like, nah, that's kind of dickish. And he's like, I don't know. <laughs> Think about it. Um, we also see Batman losing his parents to an authority figure. This makes him instead of like a good revenge piece, straight up terrorist. Almost killing Wonder Woman and blowing himself up as a martyr. Which is so upsetting. He was only in it for like maybe half a minute. Yeah. That's um, why it confuses me how much shit you can buy of Red Sun's um, Batman. Because at the end of the day, he's wearing a white, wearing a funny hat. Black right. hat. Well, they had a statue of it at the Zing store here in Mackay, and someone's brought it because it's not there anymore. Like they. Would you pay like eight hundred dollars or a bit less for a statue of Russian Batman who's in half an issue? No. I think it looks cool. It looks cooler. Visually, it's very. See yeah, the Superman fine. and Wonder Woman, but I get, but he's not, not in to, it much. It's not much to back. Yeah, there's not much to back the character. Yeah, yeah, there's not enough really, for you really to really care. That's sort of that unlike story. as well. Like, why am I going to buy merch of something? But see, like Superman and Wonder Woman in the whole thing, yeah. so that makes sense. But isn't there an army of Batman in that? I'm not. At a, at a certain point, like there's a bunch of dudes who take up the cowl as like a anarchy thing. Yeah. They all end up getting turned into Superman or the Legion Victims. Um. Another fun detail is the spaceship that lands in Roswell with Adam Sirk, making the drill landing cause fossils to grow at Scarfman. That's yeah, fun to do as well. Um, we're gonna leave the rest of you guys just to just to read it and find every like fun little detail. It is pretty good for such a weird sounding story. It's such a weird sounding story. They do Superman a super fucking well. The fact that it's Russian is almost not relevant at all. I can't remember the why was Batman like this much. Or did just because everyone's he's Russian. Yeah, it's oh. just as if like okay. he was there. Because it, it did seem because they get reasons why obviously why Superman was Russian. I think again it's just because Batman's it's not just, in it. It's, it's a completely different yeah. scenario. It's not even like a big plane. It's this issue it's Sergei Hemanov protesting that Superman's going to leave their country because it's not technically a human so what's the, why, why would he protest and then like the police force gets too close to and there's like this whole thing about the guy who's going he's like that fucking pig that was not the stir of a shark that was a pig and that was a fucking this is going to get me at some point um yeah it's like one of the definitive DC stories, whether it's Alfred or not, like whatever. Who's the one to follow that? Oh, um, we've all done one now. Okay, which is pretty interesting. Oh, which do you recommend to people? Um, not gonna lie, the only one I've read is Red Sun. But, but just which one's Because I didn't realize how cool fucking Old Man Logan is. Yeah, Old Man Logan. This is why I told you we should do an episode about it. It's fucking brutal. I'm these these alternate world well things, I was thinking about it before. If you try and tell them all in one session, 
it's going to sound very complicated sometimes. Yeah. yeah. That's why I, I think really before, full we may story. as well do two episodes because we've only gone around once and. It's a mega episode. Yeah. We'll do a big one. Um, giant size issue. To get <laughs> into <laughs> it. This is our one year anniversary. Oh, yeah. So we do a big one. We've got no hate mail this time. Under the I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm segueing <laughs> from 15 <laughs> minutes ago <laughs> about on. the brick wall. Hang on. Hang on a second. Oh, I will send the hate mail to Since this podcast. You can't say we've got no hate mail. We haven't got any like mail either. <laughs> That was so bad we never posted it. <laughs> it's just us screaming in the mic about conspiracy theories. We episode 52 a year later, if there's one missing. We're a jam down one, that's like. I'm pretty sure we recorded a different thing. Oh, okay. What happened? Some of us may have got a little drunk. Drank? <laughs> <laughs> we, we, we were told to get a little drunk. We recorded so a full episode. Like a commentary. <laughs> We, we, we watched it, it and then just talked. We were on a full episode. And then we had to talk about. We had to talk about our favourite conspiracy theories. My notes no, no, were fantastic. Oh, <laughs> you don't want to see Meg take movie notes. Yeah. 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 I want a Batman beginning. Oh, you showed me some of the movie notes. Yeah. 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 I sat down to I can, edit it. I think I still have I them. didn't get 30 seconds in before Toby and I stopped talking to each other for three days. And I said, that's it. We didn't oh. even make it home before we got a text message saying we have to record something else that was fucked. <laughs> <laughs> like we yeah, tried no, to edit it. And that means that really you guys only live around the corner from each other, yes. so that's not far. Toby and I literally were talking to each other because I was like, we got into such a fight over, I wanted to cut something out and he wanted to keep it in. Okay. Leave it a shit show. You can't salvage this. Okay. I can salvage shit. All right. We're segueing into the brick fucking wall now. My next choice of a cool universe kind of comes off mine and Toby's phase we're having of L.A. Noir and Mafia 3. I really enjoyed the marvel noir universe there was um it went for about a year there's 36 issues all up over the nine series and there's a one shot of weapon x but um this is the brick wall thing daredevil went blind as a child because the assassin killing his dad saw the kid and hit his head against the brick wall and he went blind that's it (laughs) <laughs> but, um, so fucking like, 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 makes more like, sense than any other fucking the Luke, like I really liked I the Luke Cage noir but it doesn't go anywhere it felt like the beginning and then they cut it before it kept going but they 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 were all one to four issues though so it, it never had the opportunity to keep going though but anyway um I kind of like the Spider-Man one just because it's a bit wacky. So I thought I would tell you a brief bit about it. It kind of starts off with Ben Urich, who's like still a reporter. But he's got a pretty bad drug addiction, so he works for the Goblin. My boy Ben, why? And the Goblin's enforcers include Ox, Fancy Dan, (laughs) Montana, Craven... (laughs) 
Harry Potter yeah. Hunter, the chameleon, and this is the best one. Yeah. Vulture, who is just a fucking cannibal. Good Remember him in the Shattered yeah. Dimensions game? Yeah, that's the only noir I know about most of them since then. Yeah, um and anyway, um Peter kinda I think they have a run in with Yurik and like Peter stands up for Aunt May and he kinda just says like you've got balls kid work for me like help us out or some shit like that and then um so this is where it gets fucking confusing like, well, he, he while, yeah. like, while working for him Peter accidentally gets like a tip off for them so he goes to this warehouse where all the goons are like unloading stolen antiques and one of them is a big spider statue like i think it's kind of hinted that it's from like africa from like an ancient civilization is it like that weird statue from Moonlight? maybe it breaks open it's full of spiders one bites him i skimmed through it though yeah so one of these spiders inside this statue bites him and he wakes up hanging from the roof in a web and he's just got spider powers now but i think one of my favorite parts of it is the way they changed Goblin, because like you've got um, Green Goblin, like normal in the Ultimate Universe, he's more hulking. He's like oh, yeah, I remember he's like a he can like breathe so, fire yeah. and throw fireballs yeah. and shit. Like I thought he was abomination for like two volumes. They really changed it up, but then in this, it is just he's just a tank. Like he's just a well-built dude, but he was born disfigured, so he's like a sideshow freak. He's kind of like a like Killer Croc's meant to be, yeah. just a fucked up looking, muscly guy. Because you remember him in the Shattered Dimensions game as well. He was the final person you fight as Noir. But anyway, um, the one I did want to talk about though, just because it is so different, is the Punisher. Um, so it kind of just starts off with a guy waking up, listening to the news about a vigilante, and he. He's like just getting dressed and then he just starts like prepping all these knives and grenades and shit and then um he puts on a balaclava with the skull on it and he just wears like a suit and then a balaclava with the punisher skull i think so it, it looks, looks like so it looks like a bit more yeah it looks really cool so it looks more like x or crossbones even yeah yeah definitely and then um there's a bit of flashback and his dad was in the first world war and um this this is weird. Frank Senior takes the piss out of his wife, thinking he's gonna die in the war. She always says like, "The angel of death's gonna come for you." So he like draws the fucking skull on everything, and he gets it tattooed on his chest just to take the piss. Then like, "Oh yeah, death's coming." Like and then um, calls me a dickhead, so I get a tattoo with a dick on my head. There's, there's there is one part <laughs> where he. <laughs> Frank Senior during the war just like dives in a trench similar to like Wonder Woman does in the movie but in, he massacres the entire trench just with two pistols which Frank Jr. gets later on like he uses his dad's weapons um and then give me a second oh it kind of cuts back to um Can cut this part out i'm just figuring it out because it gets confusing because <laughs> they're both frank and it only specifies which one's it's which like junior and senior. Remember that song? yeah no, i haven't read it in a long time what? but it was really good but 
anyway, it kind of cuts and um, I'm pretty sure it's the the Punisher, Frank Jr. He's like on a train and he gets attacked by the Russian. Mm-hmm. And they're fighting on top of the train and the way he wins is he puts a live grenade down Russian's pants and just like kicks him off the train. And then anyway, he cuts back to the old days and Frank Sr.'s wife dies of cancer and in this there's only a son, there's not a son and a daughter. And anyway, um, Frank Sr. doesn't want to like pay to the local crime boss dude. And eventually, um, like, his hitmen, or the local crime boss is called Dutch Schultz. I don't know if he's a character in the regular universe. Yeah, he is. But, um, yeah, his, like, muscle is Jigsaw, Barracuda, and an assassin that they only call She. And, yeah, they murder Frank's dad. Yes. Okay. Um, and after hearing about what happened, Frank Jr. just swears revenge because his dad had been teaching him everything because it's all he knows from the war. And um, anyway, it's just kind of Frank Jr. hunting everyone down as the Punisher. Is it all in but black and white? No. A lot of the art in the noir universe is shit, but the story kind of makes up for it. But anyway, he gets to the end where he kills Barracuda who gives him nothing. And then he lets himself get captured by Jigsaw. And Jigsaw tortures him for hours. He carves the skull into his chest, like, making fun of him because of his dad's tattoo in a way. And then um, Jigsaw actually mentions some information about She. And at that point, Frank Jr. reveals he freed himself hours ago and he just sat through the fucking torture to get information. So he just kills Jigsaw. And the kind of twist is she is the Russian. Its dick got blew off with a grenade and it just started dressing like a girl. So it's Mother Russia. Yes. But, oh my God. Yeah. And then... Um, in Russia, yes, even yeah. the men are the women. And then, yeah, eventually Punisher kills her and like puts his mask oh. on her, trying to frame her for the murder. And then he goes and kills like Dutch, the crime boss dude. And then the kind of police go... Well, Dutch died hours later. It couldn't have been this person that was the Punisher. And then um, I like this ending. They, like the police don't know who the Punisher is because the evidence didn't line up. And Frank's Junior's walking around and he's like talking to his dad, like Tombstone. And he says like, "What should I do now? Should I go take on Capone or something?" And then um. It's like his dad's talking to him from beyond the grave because he picks up a newspaper, front page Adolf Hitler. Oh, shit. And that's the end of it. <laughs> That'd be so fucking cool, just Punisher in a suit, like, fighting Hitler. <laughs> but, yeah, like, I kind of like the whole thing of what if it was in the old days. Clearly a segue for Toby here. Hi. Hi, Hello. Hello, Alright, so this one's pretty simple to explain. What if the superheroes existed in the eras they were created? Um, wow. Yep. So um, I did New Frontier. No, I did, I did a list of it. It's DC Comics because it's Toby. He'd love that. Yeah. <laughs> so DC's New Frontier um, has like Flash being. He was created in 1956, so that's when Barry Allen gets struck by the lightning. 
for how Jordan gave his ring in 1959. Um, DC's new frontier is just like crazy amount of award winning Six Issue story by Blake Darwin Cook from 2004. Um, don't think it's short because it's Six Issues because it's fucking thick mm. and it's a dense book too. Um, yeah, like each one's a giant size, like an 84, 64 page. Yeah, they're cramming like size DC convention to it. Um, and I think that's the part that makes it fun is there's like a great John Jones story, it's a great Flash story, it's a great Green Lantern story, it's a great Justice League story, but it also doesn't shoot on a lot of uh, Batman into it. Well, in the two issues I've read before, was part, I saw um, Batman once. He barely shows up in it. And it was like a page, yeah. Because there's no reason for him to be in the Justice League at the end. He's only there to be suspicious of Martian Manhunter, like that's it. That's it. Uh, so the main reason that this came to mind after a couple weeks of playing Mafia 3 is the rendition of John Henry in this book. Um, he only makes up like a half dozen pages, but it's like this awesome revenge story about this ex-Vietnam soldier who is the only survivor of an attack on his family by the KKK. Um, yeah, he he kind of just lays in the dirt listening to his house burn down and it says like my wife and daughter's scream stopped half an hour ago but there's no reason to get up yeah. like it's really fucking sad yeah they pick him up and hang him and at some point the rope breaks and he just grabs it i see yep and he, just, and he just gets up and starts destroying plants people it's like just a, with a big sledgehammer because he was like a Metal worker or something. This is steel. This is Shaquille O'Neal steel. Oh god, he looks cool though. Because he just wears like all black and a black hood like the clan wears and a noose as a necklace and that's it. It's fucking dope. He gets like caught and destroyed pretty quick and he's like a lifeless and the Martian Manhunter. Like a lot of the story is him trying to figure out humanity. And he's like, that dude was like a war hero and he saved a bunch of people and it's like, well, because of his colour. And he's like, well, I'm green, so I'm kind of fucked off. I'm in Mithara. All the characterization from this book are really good. Um, like, how often do you read a good Rick Flag and a loser story? Never. I don't think that's ever fucking Never. happened before this. Um, uh, there's not much really to say because it is just like an origin of everyone, piece by piece, but it's just so compacted down and the art's gorgeous. Well, it is. Well, we're not going to say what happens because we're not awful people, so we can't do the quote, but when John Henry's story comes oh, to an end, so it's so sad, because it's like realistic, he's been shot, so he's dying, and he like falls into a backyard and a young girl steps out and he says like, please, please help, help me, I'm dying, and... Yeah, I'll, like, I'm not gonna I, fucking. I found the N word. He's in here, and he just ends up getting like. Yeah, she just cross. screams out mm. to the like angry mob trying to find him. He's here, and it's like the, the little kid it's saying like the that. And it's this amazingly well written story about like but, this dude who's just doing a blaze of glory. Like it, it's not often that you read yeah. a comic and, and it actually makes you fucking sad, yeah. like that the world was once like yeah. that. Like you don't read Kickass and go. Man, 2007 oh. sick. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, like it was the like, level of brainwashing that was going on. It was definitely yeah. the first time a comic actually made me think about the real world yeah. and it shit. Is such a well-written book. All of the dumb books are like this. I'll admit, I 
was not a huge fan of Dalvin Cook stuff in story, but uh, but I like his pinup stuff and that sort of thing. Like his, his art's art. very like Bruce Timmy. Yeah, pinup. It's very old school. Yeah. Being old school. Yeah, and but after his passing, I read a lot more of his stuff, and it grew the hell on me. Mm. It's one of those sort of stuff that's awesome. Speaking of pinup. Okay. Oh wow, that, that actually went very good. Yeah. This is like the last time we were recorded here, and my segues were just down. Yeah. The best part about segues when you stop comment. This is <laughs> Max Comics and Collectibles, Segway Central. Yeah. We're going to get we segways to look around the shop. <laughs> Disclaimer, <laughs> we do not actually sell segways. We can yeah. get them in for I mean, you, you though, if you are willing to pay for one. Special orders welcome. <laughs> um, so I'm going to paint a scene. It's spring. 2011, we're in Chicago at a convention. One of the DC collectibles people stumbled across some prints by Anthony. Rest in peace, Prince. You're a good artist. Um, <laughs> who had reimagined the DC superheroes as pinup ghosts. DC's like, huh, pretty good. So they start working with Udon Entertainment to produce illustrations. And by the fall of 2011, they have come up with designs of Wonder Woman, Stargirl, Poison Ivy, and Harlequin. Um, and they use these to um, basically pitch the idea. To pitch the idea of a nine-inch statue line. Um, later on they went back and asked Ant if they could like redesign the redesign. It was yeah, they were like, we can't capture what you've managed to capture. Like can you come in and show us like what we're supposed to do? And they are fucking gorgeous faces or statues. Um so she helps them create the redesigns. She also does a bunch of very environment covers for that, different that's, comics. That's all that are out. On some statues and a couple of variant covers. And it just covers um, And he was like, obviously, I looked at World War II aesthetics and like pinup models and all of that, but I wanted to also infuse current rockabilly because it's becoming like such a big following. Um, so basically, like, he would come up with, like, an idea or something and be like, okay, Rosie the Riveter really had, like, this feel and this is her story and everything. What if Wonder Woman was Rosie the Riveter? Mm. And then kind of went like that down that street. So if you go to him, each of the girls have, like, a really set, like, who they're supposed to be. Um, and because the statues became so popular, they decided to turn it into a digital series. And they had Marguerite Bennett and various other artists um, begin writing the books in 2015. And by August, it had become a free comic. Thanks to the original one of the, uh, mm-hmm. the digital things like that. Yeah. I will say one thing about it, it was really good that it was only focused on the females, like 
I don't even know if Batman's in that universe. Um, he, there was one variant cover where he just had like a detective agent. Because I, I do that know... the second year of it. Yeah. Like, I, I know Jason Todd is in it, and this put me off, but it's good that it's only about the girls. He's in it. He's just like a little French boy with a red beret, and he dies as a martyr, like, in a page. Mm. I like, well, like, um, like that annoyed me, but then I found out what it all was, and I thought, well, that's cool. So this cool. Sinestro variant cover was cool. He's in, like, a big-ass suit, suit, like, flick, flicking a match. Like, he's, like, the, he's ski, a pimp. He's the skeevy Vegas businessman. Well, it looks, it looks they, like someone had a fucking Dick Tracy. They yeah, do have awesome. a couple of the guys in it, because the original... Um, statue for Harlequin is based around yeah, the V-Day kiss but it's Harley is the nurse, like, the nurse but she's like dipping Joker down and like it's I'm obviously drawing. she's the one that's grabbed him there's and another him statue and, like, I know has the man in it as well there's a, there's there's a, a it's like one, there's I think the power girl one where is that where he's like, like holding her up yeah that's it he's man. holding her up there's the acrobatics an, the yeah. Aquaman and Mera one are two separate but things, it, but he's like done up and he's got like all the same yeah. tattoos up and so down. So you're and right, if, but it's if just, you've got the statues of Black Canary and oh, Batgirl that, sitting on a freaking gold model. The Batgirl Batman. one is so cool. That Black Canary one, I love that. That's it's, awesome. It's fucking nice. Well, that's, I've got Raven yeah. and I like... Oh, Where'd you get that? Time, every time I learn that. Third Max comments collectibles on Mackay. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Street dance. That's what's called. Cool. Oh. Number Mackay on Mackay <laughs> Street. What country? Yes. Sorry. <laughs> Russia. Don't worry, Gulan. Max Comics, <laughs> Red Sun. Yeah, this is Red Sun, Max Comics. So, when they started adapting it into a comic series, they didn't want to like because they had these statues that they had to work with and wanted to work with that sounded that just shaped it into um, a play. yeah so basically Marguerite Bennett turned around and like pulled apart every single detail that was in the statues and tried to work out like how to retro engineer an environment that showcased the heroine's powers and their relationships and how they would fit into World War II. Mm. So like Wonder Woman, um, they bring her in as part of the Allied soldiers and she was basically like, she starts off as they're like, oh, you're like a USO girl. And she's like, no, I'm not a USO girl. Puts her hand out and stops a tank. And they're like, so we're going to listen to her now? Mm. <laughs> and um, I, I remember struggling to grasp that um su- that Supergirl was like German or something. Russian. Red Sun. Red Sun Um, but yeah, so she like it was a big thing for them to work out where the statue and its idea and its detail came from, and then fit that into a world rather than doing it the other way around. Um, and when she was writing them. She wanted each character to have like their own uh, genre and medium and that within the show. So she'd research like the 1940s radio shows or propaganda films or something like that. And then, so Batwoman is basically a cheesy, cheesy radio adventure. Or the amount of like research that went into the series is like fucking 
Supergirl is a propaganda film. Zatanna is a hammer horror film. Catwoman is a noir spy story because she's like this really lavish lady who owns this big mansion and she has these huge lavish parties, but they're all a front for her to like conduct business or pickpocket or like she's a crime lord, Mm. but she just like oh no, I'm like Gatsby, come to my house, have a party, hang on a second, I'm going to steal your watch. <laughs> um, and they wanted, like, a very big part for them was that no heroine was to be derivative of a male counter- counterpart. Like, all of the women had to be able to stand alone and do their own thing and not have, like, you can be like, oh, it's like a Batman thing. Like, it had to be, no, that's Catwoman and that's it. Um, when, when I was writing all of this down so I could print it out, do you remember when I laughed really funny? Yeah. I, f- I found a new fact. Okay, go. The DC Bombshell's reality was visited by the prime Earth Harleen Quinzel, yep. whose antics drove the DC Bombshell's Hitler to commit suicide. Oh my god, I would do if I met you if you could Harley Quinn. That was part of the Harley's little black book series. Yeah. I, I saw she that. She was just harassed World War Two era yeah. <laughs> until it ended itself. Hitler couldn't take Harley Quinzel. None of us fucking can anymore. See, <laughs> so yeah, I'll follow Harley Quinn episode to find out some more, then I'll, I'll be sad the whole, whole episode. Yeah, you were yeah. pretty sad the whole episode. What am I going to segue to next? Um, we were talking about shit Harley Quinn. How about one of the times she's okay, Meg? Suicide Squad. Hey, Injustice! Oh. <laughs> yeah, you no. Listen to, get out. Hang on. Listen to the Suicide Squad episode if you want to hear our thoughts on that. Injustice. It's a two-part, You're not I think. Min Max I don't know. Collectibles on 34 Sydney Street. Macaulay, Australia. Australia. Red's up. <laughs> 472. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Um, yeah, so the alternate universe that I chose like another one, um, is Injustice, Gods Among Us. That is one of the fucking densest, intense alternate universes. Like, it, it, yeah, because like, it, it, it connects... Comics, yeah, it connects comics and video games. There's two of the video games. Can't tell you about the comics. I've, read, I've read a little bit of, like, a trait. Well, I want to get into there's it. There's a fair few issues for each year. I think there's five years for the first game, because... The game takes place in the sixth year, and they're all the issues are in two parts, aren't they? Per, I think they're lining up sixty issues per year, and the issues uh, aren't they? Per every game. two issues is one. Yeah, it's same as bombshells. Well, they do two digital issues, and that becomes one issue. Well, in books. Injustice Two, it's issue forty something at the moment, so there's yeah. twenty something issues. And um, so they've got well. a spin-off series as well on that as well. That's just Harley. Two, which is a, a startup book sort of leading. But yeah. Yeah, so um we were, yeah, as Trey said before, we were told characters, not just universe, so I did um so I kind well, of gave us a vocal point it's yeah. fucking insanely dense. It, yeah, it was good because you can just because give an like, example of when they were different and it was good. Yeah, you can't yeah. explain all of the jumps. Yeah. yeah. And then not. also going back to what Toby said, Superman. He that was way is. better. He wasn't Boy Scout like much at all. He was kind of like, no, he was fuck cool. everybody. Like he was a dick, but he was yeah, cool. Yeah, that's what made him cool. He was a dick. He had, he had some sad shit. Yeah. Yeah. 
Um, but that was I'll, like an interesting like starting point that this, made everything go nuts. This is one part I enjoyed, but I told Toby earlier, I'll tell Sean, in one of the newer issues, um, well, the Teen Titans get locked in the Phantom Zone very mm. early and they finally get taken out and they're like, it's been six years. And who lives in the Phantom Zone, General Zod, comes out, kills Tim Drake and escapes. And Batman pretty much says to the team, I've got this. None of you don't fucking dare come. This is me. He rings up Alpha and says, activate Project Endgame. It is a giant Hulk buster that has the gas that made Superman kill Lois in the first place built in. And he says, I never had the heart to use it on Clark during our war, but you killed one of my fucking sons. It's the only time I've ever seen Batman swear. He literally says, you killed my boy, I'm going to fucking destroy you or something. So it's like, I'm going to fuck you up, I'm pretty sure. But because of how fucked up the universe got, like the giant war, they do give everyone a chance to be fucked up. Everyone gets like a good fucking play. It's like the biggest death count I can even quote. Huge. Yeah, I was going through it before and I was like, they die, they die, they die, they get defected, they die. And it's good because we were discussing this the other day after the new trailer for the Ninja Turtles in it. It's good when they interpret something else into the universe. This is during the games. They do acknowledge it. Like in the trailer for Ninja Turtles, they reference Bebop and all the Mortal Kombat characters, Sub-Zero and Raid, and they talk about Mortal Kombat characters. They don't half-arse it. They don't just add a character and go, fuck yeah. They actually make them acknowledge, like, I'm from somewhere else. But now I'm here. Yeah, the research is another really good. Like, if you're Sub Zero and you fight like Canary, he talks about Sindel, who has like the same powers and stuff like that. They do such a good job, games and comics. It's great. I'm very impressed mm. considering it's the same dude who gave us DC versus Mortal Kombat. They fucking idiot machines. I don't like it when it came. It was kind of oh, fun. Like, I like it because it's like any DC thing, but at the same time, it's not. Oh, it's ridiculous. I, I loved the story. The, the, this had, for this the had, this had a good start to it, though. Like, mm. It's got a good DC version of Mortal Kombat. That was a that was a that was a marketing ploy. This and was this was like yeah, yeah exactly. This was like DC saying, hey, let's make a big series out of this and run merchandise beside it instead of like thinking the other way around. Yeah. And I would like just to point out the only decent thing I've ever done with my life was nail every DLC character they put in number two. That's, <laughs> that's the only time I've been smart. Wait, you <laughs> nailed the, the well, turtle? They're not out yet. No, you can see in the picture. Yeah, like even it, the first pack. I, I get what you mean, but <laughs> when they reveal oh, the yes. <laughs> they're not at you, but he will. Turtles can breathe through their butthole, so therefore they could have blow jokes. Hang on, I want a turtle at home. They do that. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I would say that. Like you don't know. I hope they can, because I read that when I was like six. <laughs> so, so if I go home, if I go home and hold the head of my turtle under the uh, under and the water, sticks out of the water, it'll be right. Unless you put a finger there too. 
Again, I wouldn't try it with your pet. <laughs> Have a talk about injustice. Yeah, you're not fucking your pet turtles. <laughs> TM. Alright, uh, I only got one left. So do you want to I thought we'd oh, have injustice still. Yeah, we are. Everybody yeah, likes injustice. Megan's still reading her notes. Yes. Trade shoehorned. Damn it. Unless Meg doesn't want to talk about it. I just wanted to all acknowledge... I like to bring things up so people can like get angry about them. So well, actually, a good praise about Injustice. I actually like the Harley and Injustice. That's what yeah, that was my like segue. Like, Injustice and Arkham are some of the only times I enjoy. She's awesome. It. I, I thoroughly enjoy the, the story mode in that game for mm. that for her run. It's awesome. Yeah, she's and the work one. that they put into it is oh, really good. Every character, except for Supergirl, who looks so hungover good. as fuck. I like yeah. that they weren't perfect. Yeah. People magazine. No. Her eyes were like three inches further back than they should be. She was. Uh, Supergirl looks like shit. Yeah, she's. Yeah. Every other character looked really we good. No, no. We're not saying she looked <laughs> hot. We're saying she <laughs> looked shit. The only reason you like Supergirl is because you never used Supergirl. Yeah, I didn't care about that. Like Poison Ivy and. Cowgirl and then left. No, I, I was like the Catwoman. That's the only character. No, my my drive is. Injustice, my gripe is Power Girl was a, just a skin. She'd been holding your character. Yeah, give me, give me one. At least they got like the talking parts to be separate. Hmm. Okay. True. Sorry. Yeah, Injustice. If you if you like skipped Injustice, then it was like a hacky fucking. No. Game Get into it. Hot. And you you it's don't good. have to read the comics if you don't want to, but you if you do, you're gonna learn one. so much. And man, are the comics interesting? It's like oh, all yeah. the audio books in the Bioshock games. The universe is there if you want it, but yeah, you don't need it. Don't play Bioshock, play Injustice. Alright. <laughs> <laughs> Please, who are you Have you played Injustice, Pete? Hmm? Have you played Injustice? I've played Injustice 2 and a bit to the first one, but not the whole story. I haven't played the whole story, as do I. I thought me and Meg were. I brought it remastered to show her the story because the second one was coming out. We did get near the end, and then the second one came out, and I was like, this is what happened. Fuck yeah. I, like, I, I, I want like, to I play to it too it. badly. I'm not going to lie, I was pretty lost by the second one. Sure? It carries over a bit from one. Yeah, I guess yeah. I, I, yeah, I was like, fuck, where, where are we? So I'm just going to read the comments. I suppose you're just wandering in blind and having Superman like already in prison for shit. Yeah, that's what... I, I love when Damien shit, because it's real. <laughs> it's real. <laughs> it's pretty shit. Um... What's, Wait, what's your next one, Sean? Alright, uh, let's knock a Melbourne comics on the head. Yeah, let's do it. Alright, I got handed this one by El, El Capitan because... Things. Oh. Because Melbourne comics, Melbourne comics is a Melbourne comics. Okay, what do you take have when you get peanut butter and jam or jelly as the Americans like to say? Put it together and it's a mess. Um, <laughs> got him! Oh, we to be Oh, that good. Write that one down, boys and girls. Alright. No, alright. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Save that one in the phone. Alright, Siri. Affordable fleshlight. Now, um, can I just ask Mr. Comic Man? Yeah. Is every Marvel and DC crossover part of this, or is there others? There was. Because I know a few pri- things. They had a few prior things, and then there's been other things since where like Stan did his versions of characters. Yeah. 
Um, but there was the Amalgam Comics was basically two years, uh, ninety six and ninety seven. I wrote Danny. So like, I was I was a wee lad. I was fifteen when this happened. Um, so yeah, I lived through Amalgam. Um, does does this include when Joker and Red Skull team up? Or is that in just one of the other bits? Because uh, I love that. that. That's separate. That's separate. Yeah. Oh, for yeah. those who do not know, Joker and Red Skull were teamed up, and then when the plan's about to unfold, Joker finds out Red Skull's a Nazi, and he goes, I may be a psychopath, but I'm an American psychopath, and he <laughs> fucking beats him off. <laughs> <laughs> no, there's some real, there's some gems in this, and there's some horrors as well. But basically, the whole story behind Amalgam is. It was basically the two worlds were actually the conscious of two beings, um, and these worlds were inhabiting these two beings in their minds, etc. To put it in a way, and basically they were at war with each other once they realised what they were, and to to put themselves at ease, these two the the characters within these beings basically. Uh, they had to battle to determine which universe would survive, and then there was oh, a third wars. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, pretty much. Um, so, but DC and Marvel went whole hardcore with it, and they actually created a backstory for it. Like they even made swipe covers where, if, if, like for one that I wrote down, the best one out of all of them. It's a mashup of or amalgam, as they call them, of Marvel's Secret Wars, DC's Crisis on Infinite Earths. Marvel's Infinity Gauntlet and DC Zero Hour. Oh my god, Zero Now wait for this one. This is the best title of all. Um, <laughs> I even wrote these gems like The Secret Crisis of the Infinity Hour. <laughs> wow. That one? That one? They've all got, like, that's better writing. That, that's way better in writing than what's on Marvel's shelf right now. Um, gotcha! <laughs> oh, shit. My favourite comic is The Civil Joke. <laughs> the Civil Joke. <laughs> I remember... Just starting to get into comics and going into a store, and it had Iron Lantern on a shelf. Oh, yeah. Oh, that was. What the fuck? Iron Lantern, that was in the second year one. I actually wrote them all down. Do you want to hear all the names? Well, they're all just going to sound like bad matchups. So sort of. Like um, there was. Okay, DC Comics lot for 96 was Amazon, Assassins, Doctor Strange Fate, which is the favourite so far. JLX. Well, can we also point out Doctor Strange Fate? Is three people. I couldn't have told you that. Doctor Strange, know. obviously, Doctor Fate, obviously, and Professor X. Yes. Like, what a weird, uh, it should be Doctor Strange Fate X. See, they made that in, in the title, it's actually Doctor yeah. written out properly instead of DR like Doctor Strange. Yeah. Like, that fucking that weird shit. Yeah. Detective um, Warzone. And JLX, like Justice League X. So, because they're mutants. Uh, Legends of the Dark Four. I know that, that's the Wolverine Batman. Wolverine Batman one, which Maybe. is awesome. Super Soldier. And then the Marvel side was Bruce Wayne Agents of the Shield. Yeah. Bullets and Bracelets. So that was like a Steve Rogers um, Wonder Woman crossover. Um, Magneto and the Magnetic Men. So Metal Man and yeah, Magneto. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Speed Demon. Speed Demon was actually really cool. Um, oh, I know Speed Demon. That is fucking cool. Yeah. It's Flash and Ghost Rider mixed yeah. together. Yeah, it's it's really cool. There's a speed demon in Spider-Man comics now. Right? Nah, um, in Spider-Man, or there's a definitely like a flash ripoff Spider-Man villain. He was in Superior Spider-Man. Oh yeah, yeah. I think it's fucking name. 
um, Spider Boy, so Superboy and Spider Man. Um, X Patrol, and then you had uh, this is the one of your favorite ones, I reckon. Right? Uh oh. Bat Thing. Are we talking Man Bat Swamp Thing? Yes. Oh, sorry. Man Thing. Man yeah. Bat. Yeah. Oh, confusing thing. Um. So then we got. Dark War Adventures, so it was the animated version of Dark yeah, War. Yeah, um, Generation Hex, which was um, Justice League Dark Generation X. Um, JLX oh, Unleashed. We were Here's talking one about this one. They should do this one in the Michael Bay movie, Lobo the Duck. We were talking <laughs> about this the other day. Um, Spider Boy, the Spider um, Man and Superboy, unleashes the world's greatest villain. Bizarnage. Oh, <laughs> I'm not joking. Here he is. Yes. Yes. We were talking about it the other day. It's just bizarro carnage. It's just an anti-venom. Um. Anyway, last lot is challenges of the fantastic, the exciting X Patrol, the Iron Lantern that you talked about. Um. There's the Magnetic Men featuring Magneto because we have to get twice the money out of you, and Spider Boy team up, and then Thorian of the New Asgard. Okay. So yeah, there you go. But basically, the aforementioned Doctor Strange fate was the key character in actually making this work because there was an access character. He was like the the overwatcher of of all beings of all things. Um, he basically, uh, I wrote it. This is confusing as fuck. I know. This is the part that I had to write out. <laughs> Um, so, Axis managed to separate the brothers with the help of Melbourne's heroes. Before the merge had taken place, he planted shards of the universe in Batman and Captain America. Once he discovered Dark Claw, the rest of Batman's merger in Wolverine, um, and Super Soldier, the fusion between Captain America and Superman, he used those shards to give the Spectre and the Tribunal power to restore the universe. You up with me now? No, like this, this is the part. This is the great thing about podcasts is you can re- re- rewind this and go through it again. You're gonna need to like six <laughs> or seven times. Keep Batman, Captain America, and Access were thus able to make the brothers realize that the conflict was pointless and the universes were separated again. Yeah, and yeah. everyone carried on as usual. We did it happily Ooh. ever after. Yep. Thankfully, the end. All right, Peter, you're up. I realised that no one covers Flashpoint. Yeah, I was, that's, that's, that's what I was, was going to mention. Flashpoint. It's, yeah. it's one of the most famous ones. Yeah, probably. pretty much. Um, the main plot to that isn't it, so he can go back and save his mum. It's like a Back to the Future. He saves his mum, and then somehow Something's he ruins the entire yeah. butterfly effect. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. His mother next <laughs> I think the Thomas Wayne thing was really cool. That was the most badass part ever. Is that yeah. the one where um, he's? Batman. Batman? Yeah, yeah, yeah that one's really good. Yeah, for, li- for listeners at home, um, the Wayne family come home from their movie, and you know, Joe Chill comes out of the alley, fires a shot, Bruce goes down. Yeah, Bruce is the one that dies. Um, his father Thomas just wants vengeance for the fuck happened to his kid. Martha goes fucking nuts as well. Yeah, um, and then Martha just goes completely mad and becomes the Joker. Mm. Looks very much like Heath Ledger. Yeah. Aren't they doing, um, it would be like close to the comics, but aren't they doing Flashpoint as the Flash's movie? Part of the DC? I think they're they wanted they to do away with a lot of their mistakes, so they're going to try and change reality. Because Flashpoint, when they prepared it, we got the new 52, was slightly old. Yeah. 
The cool thing if they do that in the movies. Thomas Wayne. That, yes. But also, Warner has talked about going into what we're doing here today, Elseworlds. Yeah. They're talking about doing their movies as separate individual movies. So they will be able to do a Gap, Gotham by Gaslight. Um, and then, or a Gates of Gotham. That is one of the series that everyone should check out. Uh, but it's really cool if they do that. It resets everything. So they can have all this stuff happen and no one can sit there and go, hey, Superman doesn't have a fake moustache that's been erased. I don't know if Because it's a new dude. With Throwing just a random DC movie out every like six months with no stress, no fucking continuity would be, I'm sorry, happy with that. And if one sucks, don't worry, the next one. That's the scary thing about Michael Bay, could actually work. (laughs) I'm sorry, but like, Michael Bay with Lobo, it's just fucked up. Yeah, but it's Lobo, so we don't really care. Yeah. I'm thinking about like doing a one, having like a new um, brand of DC movies, like it's kind of like that brand for like one shot stuff. Yeah, that's like the other world. The, yeah. Like the, um, the Jackie, Jacqueline um, Phoenix, yeah, the King, yeah, yeah, that one. Because boy. I was like, I'm thinking of pushing this now. In other news, Star Wars in other news, Star Wars has just included all of the Game of Thrones writers. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. Mm. It's like Rogue One. Bring it on. Where um, Barry has gone to the reality where he didn't get superpowers, so he's having to like strap himself to electric chairs and certain thunderstorms and stuff. Yeah. So that shit is fun. I like it. Um, and that whole, like, YouTube's a fucking scene because they did it in an animated movie when, um, when Flash comes back and has a letter from fucking Thomas. Yeah. yeah. Before you do that, get a fucking pile of tissues because it's sad. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Either way, you're gonna need those suckers. Yeah, it's a fucking like. No, oh, this is time you just get? have um, tissues in your pocket all the time. Mm. Just in case. Just like from the moment he the letter sits in front of him and it just says Bruce on it, it just says that's my father's handwriting, and just everything after that just that's just so. I was talking about Flashpoint. Yeah. yeah. Oh shit. Uh, for all those of us can check on the drop for a bit. Who's talking about Flashpoint? Hey! Oh, Pete's Flashpoint! You dog gun! <laughs> <laughs> um, and the whole feud between Amazon and Atlantis is fucking like, pretty great. Guess I'll just delete my notes. Oh, you did note! <laughs> well, do you have any about the war? No, because I, I, I. Yeah, I thought we were talking about characters, so I only wrote down about Thomas. We're feeling more about Thomas. We only. No, I just wanted to say. <laughs> I don't want to say that. He's crapped the sheets. He's done. I like it because <laughs> you made him angry. it's such a basic <laughs> idea, and it took so long for someone to just go, "Hey, what if uh, Bruce got killed instead?" And everyone's like, "Well, yeah, let's do that." <laughs> I like that. Like it took Drew him so. Killed shoots relies completely on whether Flash's mum's around. Shut up. The problem that I have with it <laughs> yeah. is I saw like the panel in the alleyway because it's always on like sites on and Pinterest, Pinterest and like Tumblr and oh, all that. Tumblr. And I was like, this is the weirdest fucking like fan story ever. But like, why the hell? It. Like you were saying, I'm like, it's like people like Joker, but she's a woman. And there's Ooh. this thing. I'm like, the fucking. Toby's like, no, no, that's a thing. I'm like, Really? It makes that's me laugh like though a... how 
DC can kick so much ass. Like you got Flashpoint, Injustice, the Arkhamverse, like all these great Elseworlds, and then some fuckhead is like, what if Nightwing uh, got rid of superpowers? What tangent is the weird, like weird Holocaust? Who the fuck allowed that to happen? I read it the other day. That is just pure shit. No, it's not him, it's the oh, comic. The I know, because I'm like... Hitler Nightwing's a bit odd. But it's... Why is everyone picking on Nightwing? We're picking on... No, we're I'm picking in, on the DC, bosses of DC who allowed this. Yeah. I'm in DC, but not you The guys. fact it's Nightwing has nothing to do with anything. And then all the art, like, covers his, like, a communist leader, but then you read it, he's just like... Or superpowers are out of control. I've built this device that stops them. That's it. The end. Like, he's not like a fucking crazy warlord at all. He just stops superpowers and then he's like a boss of a company. I think they backed off because fucking outrage. It's real bad. Sean, who's your favourite Titan? Yes, if your answer is anything except Blue Lantern Lois Lane, fuck you. What? What is that? That is how shit that Nightwing book is. I thought you were trying to... um, Oh, wait, no. And I also enjoy when Beast Boy's powers go away halfway through a transformation, so now he's just Green Beast from Marvel. I wanted him to look all green in the face. I read stuff all Titans, so... No, she's not a member. It's just a it's shit Nightwing book. Yeah. This is why you haven't ordered them. Mm. No, no demand for that shit. I think I've got one customer that gets toys. I don't know who. Alright, so Earth 3. Um, the simple way of explaining Earth 3 is that it's DC Comics Evil Twin, much like Jimmy Negatron in that one. Do they all have beards? Fuck, I kind of wish they did. Um, Right is wrong, wrong is right. Their Justice League is the crime syndicate. Alfred is the great evil mastermind who gave us forever evil. And, um, yeah, which incidentally gave us Joker killing that gorilla. Mm-hmm. Bringing up um, Jimmy Negatron. Oh, gosh. Did, the, did the Jimmy Neutron like creators what take that people? from South Park? That your <laughs> evil twin has a goatee? No, they took it from Star Trek. Like everyone else ripped off that idea from Star Trek. Yeah. Oh. Like South Park. No, Jimmy Neutron invented it. My personal favourite about Earth 3 is that psychopath Abe Lincoln assassinating President Joe Wilkesburg. <laughs> I fucking love that that's fine. Who killed Kennedy is. then? Wait, no. Who did Kennedy kill? Fucking mysterious government guy who killed Kennedy. I don't know. Um, so, yeah, Evil Twin Universe. You get Owlman instead of Batman, Talon instead of Robin, Ultraman instead of Superman, Superwoman instead of Wonder Woman character anyway um deathstorm is like a ghost rider looking firestorm well that's also um the blackest night firestorm Mm. he pretty much ends up losing over there now the more you know and then rainbow um the best uh, i didn't really there's not much to it's just basic even twin shit but i do like when you check the wikipedia page because they're all marked as dead or deceased except for harley walk and renee mcclure's they're the only people left in Earth 3. <laughs> I wonder what they're doing together. Ooh. It's too busy fucking to get dead. <laughs> no, they're just on opposite sides of Earth 3. You stay on your side, Harvey. Stay there. I told you. Not if you're the last man on Earth. 
I mean it. Yeah, you are. <laughs> um, it's a, it's it's weird. Like the Flash costume was genius. He what's his name? Um, Johnny Quick instead of Jesse Quick. Um, you got Power Ring, which is like a weird mm. scared Green Lantern. Kind of like Power Ring sounds like someone who can do good shits. <laughs> <laughs> but that's simply um, my point. <laughs> Alright, well, do you want to wrap things up? Time races there, Sean? Alright. Um, no. I what think Meg's got. Well, well, I thought of one of the best ones, but I gave it to Meg. Yeah. And it's current. I don't think we've ever talked about current shit ever. Wait, wait till Meg gets back. Alright, well, Because it's mine. Alright, two more. Alright, I'll, I'll quickly do one because, like, honestly, you need a show to do one in Age of Apocalypse. Alright. Yeah. Just to, just add a bit more Marvel flavour to the, to the mix that we got here. Flavor, flavor. I, right. wanted to, I wanted to cover a lot of like what if marvels, but they're all so popular. Yeah, what if marvels? You need to do like a yeah, season okay. on, yeah. like Captain America. Yeah. What if <laughs> the Phoenix hadn't have died? Yeah, they're all uh, yeah, yeah, and Jim Gray. Anyway, Age of Apocalypse. In a nutshell, I'm just going to run down how it starts. I'm not going to go through the whole thing because it is it is a heavy as fuck thing because it's not like they did a, a tie-in book through each series. They replaced each series um, in the next universe. Yeah, like how um, how uh, Old Man Logan replaced Wolverine for a period of time for that. This is the same thing. Um, so it starts off in like, X-Men number 41 in the second volume. Um, Legion, after fighting the Shadow King, comes out of his coma and for some reason decides, hey, I'm going to go kill Magneto. That'll set things right. That'll stop everything going bad. He goes back in time to do that when his dad, Charles Xavier, um, is all mates with him doing the whole, like, we're doctors with our borders oh, sort of yeah. deal. And... He goes, all right, psychic fucking knife at him. And Charles goes, he's my buddy. I'll save him. Jumps in, takes it. Right? That's when shit hits the fan. Well, yeah. Um, quite literally. Because he basically wipes himself out of existence. Because, you know, if daddy's not there to do the thing with Moira. You know, Legion doesn't exist. Um, so basically, the X-Men are shattered through time. There's nothing really happening there. Magneto turns around and says, okay, I'll carry on the good fight for you, Charles. I'll do what you had planned with the mutants, because we know we're all mutants, blah, blah, blah. If so he becomes told Charles, Charles that he would have just killed himself years ago. Yeah, probably. Um, and the biggest part of it all is Apocalypse has no one to oppose him when he turns up. There's no X-Men about, no Charles Xavier to psychically dampen him and all, all that. So basically, Apocalypse has free reign, and he creates his version of Utopia, which is just him and Onslaught, him and his son Onslaught. I was going to say, I, I thought you were talking about Onslaught there. The best part about the Age of Apocalypse is the horsemen. Like, some of the horsemen in there, Sinister's one of his horsemen. Sinister is like, uh, it puts Sinister into a horseman position. And then you have like Sinister being the Canadian fuck that he is. Yeah, it is wicked. I, I, a lot of people hated the movie, but I did like the Horseman in the Apocalypse movie. Yeah, that was pretty cool. And I like the Silver Warrior comic costume. I like that he's like, "Hey, you, Angel, your wings are broken. Now they're made of steel." Psylocke, 
sexy costume. <laughs> <laughs> you keep oh, doing you. And then he listens to Danger Zone and blows up every fucking shit. Can I ask all My favourite alternative <laughs> universe is anything featuring Doobie Scoo. Doobie Scoo. <laughs> I'll just say one thing. Yeah. If you're going to read it, it is one of those ones that you got to go get the omnibus for and read all of it. It's a it's a no man's land. Yeah, scenario. because well, that's pretty much the leading. That's that's all you need because you have to read. There's X Men Alpha and Omega, which is the tie-in bookend books. Then there's the renaming of the titles as Excalibur or Excalibur, uh, Gambit and the Externals, Generation Next, Astonishing X Men, which is the Magneto team, which is the main one, um, Amazing X Men. Weapon X, uh, Factor X, and X Man. Each one of those has like a huge ass story. They're like a trade paperback on their own. They took over the Marvel Universe for four months each. I always have like the um, utmost respect for people who read X Men because it is such a fucking commitment. Yeah. I'm, I'm glad Sean brought that one up because I always just thought it was a story arc. I didn't know it was like a full alternative timeline yeah, thing it, it it actually was that popular that instead of leaving it as like this alternative timeline they wrapped the story up and put it in the cupboard they actually came back to it twice so far um and characters came across from it like some of the popular ones like x-man uh what else is in there holocaust is in there now he's in normal timeline he's turned up um and then you had the characters that turned up in the movie who um not age of apocalypse um days of future past link was in there She's pretty cool. She's actually, there's a few others that came across um, into the storylines now with Exiles, which is like the alternate worlds, all, they're, they're the Exiles from the alternative worlds all joined up. And there's a new one of that coming out. Let's not go there yet. Um, but yeah, so there's a heap of them that came through that way. So definitely get the Omnibus version. That's why I'm all I can recommend is that because it's deep as fuck. Um, or message Sean from Max and he, he'll make an audio book. Wow! Can I tell you what you need? Um, yeah, we'll burn through this one real quick. But Segue. we thought we'd throw in some current shit. Current shit that I really enjoyed. We do like daily current shit. Yeah, I was trying to come up Don't with my, my third thing. Don't shit in the past. Yeah. Don't shit in the past. Don't want to do that. Otherwise, Apple Man will fuck one woman hey. and Meryl get involved. We're gonna take a little trip to our favourite universe. That's negative 52. Oh, Batman's kicking it. Will my fucking Robins keep dying? I'm gonna go a little crazy and murder the rogues and steal all their gear so that I can torture Flash into giving me the speed force. And it strap works. Strap him on the front of my car. That's so weird. And now you got Red Death. Which I love because mm. it's evil Batman Flash and he's got Barry's voice in the back of his head like, don't fucking murder those people. And he's like, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> it's not Batman Metal. Just the Dark Knight's Metal. Yeah. Um, These are all the evil Batmans. Because yeah. Yeah. Like recently Toby was reading Superior Spider-Man. It reminded me how shit ghost Peter Parker in his head was. I liked him in Book of Four. Which made me appreciate... Barry in the Red Death's head more. Mm. Alright. This is like this sort of natural flow on from the team up when they had 
Well, All Star, wasn't it? All Star came to an end and this started, wasn't it? Uh, yes. Yeah, because it's kind of just there's an evil f- Batman who represents each member of the Justice League. So the next one was the Murder Machine, which oh, no. I kind of enjoyed. Meg's reading it; she's sad Alfred now. Alfred gets brut- brutally beaten and like slain by Bane. Yeah, oh, all, slain all by Batman's Bane. goons are there, and Bane ends it. This is Earth <laughs> negative forty-four. And, um, the destroyer is the best one. And um, pretty much, reason. Alfred's created like an AI in the Bat computer that if he dies. There'll yeah, still be Batman a thing. There'll know. still be a thing to help. Yes. But related to Alfred, because <laughs> he has a sister that's twenty years younger than him. Hey, like we know. <laughs> I just a... gave you new Batman Forever reference. Thank you, buddy. That was a Batman Forever. No, it's Batman Robin. And like we've seen lots of times that um, Alfred is kind of willing to kill. So his AI robot-y thing pretty much walks into Arkham and just murders every inmate. And um, he, I like the thing pretty much like kills Bruce and rebuilds him as another identity in the robot-y thing. That's kind of not really anything to do with Cyborg apart from it's an evil robot Batman Alfred murder thingy. It'd be kind of weird to have Bruce Wayne like pull Dick Stone out of the cyborg costume, just kind of like this one is a perhaps on a little mother box. Bit of a thing (laughs) to watch. Like, look at this sweet mother box. Oh no! This one kind of comes off what Pete talked about without my permission. (laughs) (laughs) Our our third favorite, Earth Negative Thirty Two, the Dawnbreaker. Meg, are you going to give us a little sum up of what happens here? Um, it's, it's not very complicated, but God, so, it's stupid. <laughs> so there's just the Wayne family, and they're, they're going on... What are they doing, Trey? Oh, they're in Crime Alley, surprisingly. they got to stop going there. Stop going universe. to the fucking opera. With all the reboots of their death, you'd think one of them would just be like, oh, hey, let's walk down to this alley next to the alley. Let's, so, let's, let's go in the successful Let's walk down Hero Alley. <laughs> hero Alley, yeah. Um, they all so, I thought you were going to say they walked down Pepsi Street and they all <laughs> live happy lives because of the refreshing them. taste. With their, <laughs> with their zinger. <laughs> God, weeks don't work over podcast guys. Shut <laughs> up. <laughs> yeah, okay, what happens so, next? So as every sort of origin of Batman goes, yeah. they get the parents get shot. Bruce is angry as heck. That his willpower to murder Joe Chill brings him a little gift. He gets the green ring to join the Green Lantern. <laughs> it, it's kind of fun. It's like a little kid Did green lantern. Course? Cause. It's just Cor- about it's corpse. It's core. Corpse. It's I know. It took me years. Why does it say corpse here then? It's core. And right. yeah, pretty much little kid Green Lantern Bruce just goes around <laughs> the corner and tries to murder Joe Chill and if you read Green Lantern you know the ring says like fatal use detected. Uh, and his willpower defeats the ring and he murders him. <laughs> Alright. Who's next? 
What, in general, or are you talking about more Batman and Oh, I'm trying to burn through them. This is the worst. The it had yes, the drowned Earth negative eleven. Bryce Wayne, who is in love with our favourite male, Sylvester Kyle. I'm, I'm not going to go into this one because I was so disappointed in it. It looked badass, yeah. and then you read it, and it, it was the least. Yeah, the, the cover is fucking so good. Like the first two were pretty cool. Dawnbreaker went a bit down. Drowned was real shit, and then it picked back up. It's the lady in the water of, of Batman books. Oh, oh, the shape of water. No, the shape oh. of water. What are we talking about? That's another one. In my Shalman one. Um, it's shark that tail. Looks like it's about a specimen, but it's not. No, the shape of water. Yeah, they fuck. The, the, the funny, funny story. Suitable for this podcast. They made a dildo of that. Yeah, I saw, nice. that on, I saw that. I think it made bleeding fucking cool on on their page or something. Actually, what's the shape of water up there? Is it good? There's only one sex scene in the bathroom. Does he hang out? It's funny because like they're like very blatant with every other sex thing in it, but then they romanticize the fish sex. They don't go. Yeah, because it's romantic, dickhead. Yeah. You ever fucked a fish? (laughs) 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 I'm trying to go through this quickly, you bastard. Well, that's going real well, isn't it, you professional? Earth negative twelve. Um. Batman and Wonder Woman uh, a thing, and Ares destroys everybody except Bruce. And I don't know if this is a normal Ares thing, but his helmet is the source of his power. So Batman just like That's takes so the helmet and wears it and goes into crazy war man mode. He does that, that sweet thing from Injustice where it's just an hour of rain. Yeah. Fucking love that. I didn't, I didn't mind that one. And then this is probably my favourite, but it's too similar to something we've talked about. Earth negative one. Superman go crazy, murder his wife, starts killing everybody. Batman sits there and goes, there's only one way to defeat him. Doomsday DNA. And just fucking injects it straight into himself and now he's Doomsday Batman. Which is called... I always get this wrong. It doesn't say it. Devastator. Mm-hmm. I thought it was called Destroyer. Apparently that's like an arc from the 80s of that. Yeah. And then, of course, we've got the one that was overhyped but pretty good. Earth Negative 22, the Batman Who Laughs. Which... Joker pretty much kills 75% of Gotham's population, including Gordon. So Barbara getting crippled and... Todd getting killed is okay, but don't kill my weird cop friend who's boring. So, Batman finally murders the, the Joker. Will never die. Killing him releases a very strong Joker toxin, which makes Batman go crazy, but he doesn't know it. And then he invites all the Bat family around to tell them what happened. And then just as the story's finished, he murders them all and goes crazy. And it's just Joker Batman. That is the suckiest of them all, I reckon. It's good when you read it, though. I feel like the hype can't be good ever. I think if the part where the Bat family wasn't there wouldn't be good, because he tells them all what happened, and, you know, you got, like, Babs, who's the compassionate one, like... It's the most we'll predictable one. We'll get through it. Them. And the worst thing is, the Batman who laughs is just a Judge Dredd ripoff. He's Judge Death. Yeah. But that, that one part, though, where he's talking to the family, Babs says we'll get through it, and then he just goes, 
I know like you're all great you're so strong these are the only ones who can defeat me and that's why I fucking brought you here and he just kills them all like it's kind of a cool scene but yeah I I don't know if you want something really different of Batman I'd read them they're all one issue each you don't have to get in Dark Knight's Metal as it is is a really good series. You do, like, but you don't even the have title. to get into metal. You can just read those single yeah. issues about each character and go, "That was a cool alternative," yeah. mm. and then move on. Read something good that isn't um, Nightwing New Order. <laughs> <laughs> uh, ladies and future boys, we have presented you with a few different versions of reality. This being said, that but for the next one, we're taking a look at our own reality. Um, what I want you to do is change one detail of our world in order to cause the most chaos possible. Who wants to go first? It's already happened. Um, Trump's the leader of America. Alright, Meg. Well, come back to me. Okay. Um, Wednesday's no longer a thing. We all get a free day off. It's a public holiday every week and it's called Taco and Horror Movie Day. I don't feel like that causes chaos, that just makes less suicides. Cause well, you told chaos. me what detail would you change to make life good. No. So you've changed your fucking question from an hour ago, that's why. Well, well that's not what you had written down on the that's different bit of paper today. You fucking idiot. Alright. <laughs> Alright, what would you change then? I see. Alright, I'd Imagine like the old days when you had the friendly man in the nice clothes pull up in the van and he gives you your milk, but it's tacos and then like a copy of like Saw, and you say thank you, and then and then you sit at home. He sounds like a serial killer. No, he's not. The new taco and stuff. Especially the super. I have to sit through horror movies. I'm done. Taco and um. Horror movie man is a saint, <laughs> and he is very pure. Don't don't drag him down. <laughs> <laughs> Poor taco man. Yeah. All right, Pete. What would you change? Do you either cause chaos or not? Pizza explodes. Oh, no. You bastard! <laughs> <laughs> Why do you no, take Pete, everything we Peter love would, and ruin it? <laughs> Peter would create a world where no one says get a haircut. <laughs> so this makes a lot of better plays. I like, okay. your, I like all your visual jokes. Rollins is there and there is long. He does cop a lot of shit about cutting it and you're Only from you. You're not <laughs> I like it. Fuck off. Everyone else just as Today they changed this to get a fucking haircut. Whoa. See? Right, so I was always supportive. Okay, guys, what you need Facebook to do. Yeah, go to Facebook. We'll put up a poll. Leave a review <laughs> of Pete's hair. <laughs> Pete, um, I might yeah. need a photo for the poll. Nah. Okay. Let it run wide. You look like a young singer of Megadeth. So for those like stain. one per. Yes. I didn't think anything. <laughs> <laughs> Except you're not salty about getting kicked out of Metallica. <laughs> Meg, what are you changing? I still don't know. I, I'm gonna change that. <gasps> you should make that everyone doesn't know. No one knows, I knows no anything. One. So. She's gonna create a world where I don't play video games and make her cook dinner every night. <laughs> Alright, this has been yeah. another episode of School of Wayward As always, please rate and review the show. If you want more, subscribe to hear us blather on about the Arkhamverse uh, as we cover Arkham Genesis Evangelion. Uh, I like <gasps> What's <laughs> <laughs> your, your pick? Yeah, but you referenced my favourite anime I've never watched. Hang on, <laughs> no, 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 no.
the theme song at the end of the episode. I like Pacific Rim. Trey has massive intake of breath. Sean just looks perplexed. Yes, look at him go. We're doing Arkham Knight and Genesis, they referenced a shitty anime that's just Pacific Rim, but it has a good theme song. Yep, why? I've watched, watched all of Neo. Are you fucking yeah. gay, mate? Even my dad's watched. I had a, I, had a I just know the theme song I had a sick, song so I learned it on guitar. Younger days. Oh no. Um, yeah. Everyone, shop at Max Comics, it's good, and listen to Pete's podcast that I forget the name. Yeah, Paywire. Follow that. Get yeah. a fucking haircut. Dot <laughs> com. Get a fucking haircut. Dot com. TM. Go be a delight if you follow us on Twitter at Wayward underscore nerds. That would be good. And if you make sure you rate us on iTunes or Podbean. A big old thank you to Pete Dunst for jumping in this week. And and use our code Crazy Cunt on Loot Crate for twenty percent off your first. Twenty percent off your free empty can of Pepsi. Wink, wink. We will send no, you a empty can of Pepsi. Um, It'll be great. Thanks to our professor of Marvel Comics, Sean Goldrick. Ooh, that's me. Yes, that's his class dismissed. I changed my mind on that question. <laughs> <All right. laughs> and then? <laughs> and, 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 yeah, yeah, dude, where's my car's fast script? This is nationalism. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'd get rid of the hunter in Bambi so his mum's okay. Yeah. That's a reference. That's a shit movie. It's just about like your mum teaching your morals and shit. I'd rather see this this apex predator go out with his fucking rabbit and skunk but friend and learn the lay of the land. You want Ram Bambi? <laughs> That's not fair. No, I want Bambi goes shit bonkers over lack of sex. Uh, <laughs> the, one where, the one where he shoves a drill in the virgin otter's face. <laughs> Leave Bambi's mum alone. What's the other ones? We should do an episode on that. We should go. Why? We've been here for hours. That's Two. Good. It's a good time. Two hours. Two hours, one minute. Mm, Big mega seconds. One year with this. Yay! He's still going. Here's to yeah, more years fine. of disappointment. Okay. Whoa! What You're very that? lucky, Sean. You didn't have to do the episode on Cool World. Trace still mad about it. It's been <laughs> technically a week. I don't watch enough hentai to enjoy that film. <laughs> <laughs> I could recommend you some stuff. Uh, <laughs> I'm not going to watch it. <laughs>